up? It's your girl, Misha Mish. And Alexa Fanchette with your cocktail of the hour. Okay, so the cocktail of the hour today, I am doing something low calorie and I'm not doing any shout outs because hello promotion, but I am doing a sparkling cocktail and it is margarita. Mm-hmm. And today on the menu, we have love language. What is your love language, you guys? Do you know? If you don't know, find out. Please, ASAP. And again, today, we have a very special guest, Drew. My dear friend is going to be joining us. She just took her love language test today. So she's going to be revealing to us what her love languages are as well. So to kick everything off, we just want to let you know what love languages are. We know that it's been a pretty big like phenomenon. Everybody's pretty familiar with it. But if you are that somebody that isn't, we'll go ahead and break it down. It's five different categories. And those are physical touch, gift receiving, words of affirmation, acts of service, and quality time. Each one of us is going to express what our top two love languages are and we're going to give an example of how we receive that particular trait. Drew, I think we should start with you being that you just taken the test. What are your top two? So I found Were you surprised? Were you surprised by them? I really thought that, so I will say that my top two are uh, words of affirmation and physical touch. Whoop, whoop, to the words of affirmation. Physical touch out here. Yeah. I really thought physical touch would be the top one. So I was really shocked that words of affirmation actually came out on top by like maybe 2%. But yeah, I would agree with the test because I just feel like sometimes, you know, someone just saying, hey, you know, I miss you or hey, what's up? You know, I love you, girl, or something, you know, that really makes me happy. It brings joy and like warmth and stuff to my soul so I guess that's right I guess the quiz is right (laughs) so my two love languages are gift receiving and physical touch so I need you to be about it I don't want you to talk about it don't tell me you love me show me touch me give me something (laughs) so yeah those are my top two and with gifts a lot of people think it's like a materialistic thing but it's not necessarily that like for me I like jewelry but it's not like in a bougie way it's because I get to wear something that reminds me of you or that you thought reminded me of me and it's just like a representation of you but I've also gotten like really nice and expensive gifts and cried and been like you don't know me at all like you didn't see you don't know me so it's not like about the number or the, it's like, it's not about how expensive it is or like being materialistic. It's about a representation, something tangible that represents your love for me is what it really like boils down to for me. And then physical touch, a lot of people confuse physical touch with sex, but it's not the same thing. Most people do like having sex most of the time if that is your love language. Okay. But- <laughs> However, it's more than that. Like you can just hug me or just touch my hand or touch my shoulder or like touch my hair, like whatever. Any like just anything physical is like, it does it for me because it's like you displaying your love. So I'm just like, a clearly I'm a displayer. I need you to show me your love. Don't talk about it. Be about it. (laughs) 
Mish, what's yours? Tap in. Okay, okay. So tapping in here, honestly, it's kind of like three as my top, only because kind of like what Drew said, like my top two were kind of like within a single percentage of each other. But they were acts of service, words of affirmation, and quality time. Um, the acts of service and words of affirmation kind of go hand in hand. But since Drew already explained kind of what the words of affirmation looks like, I'll go ahead and kind of tap into the acts of service. So for me, I won't say that I love surprises, but I just, I am so thrilled and appreciative when someone does something like without me asking or it's just something unexpected. It has nothing to do with a gift, but just going out of your way and knowing that you took the time to consider me or think of me, that means so much to me. And I genuinely just want to cry on the inside of me, outside and just cry all over the place. <laughs> but, um, you know, so like something, an example of that would be, you know, if I came home and, you know, my boyfriend cleaned up or if I came home and he... I don't know, had some flowers, you know, sitting there, or if I mentioned something, oh, this is a big one. So if like I mentioned something on a day and I'm like, oh, I really, you know, I, I haven't gone to the beach in so long and I have zero like intentions behind it. I'm not trying to throw out a hint or anything like that. Or a perfect example before COVID hit, you know, I was talking like last, well, the year before last about how I had never gone on a cruise. And so for my birthday, it wasn't even the gift aspect of it, but Brandon got me a cruise. Uh, for he and I to go and do and it ended up getting canceled because hello COVID-19 but you know it wasn't it wasn't about the gifting of it it was just the fact that like you remembered you know so Mm -hmm. that was a big thing for me and then quality time I think that speaks for itself I just like to be around you and that's crazy because I have extreme only child syndrome so I actually like to be alone a lot (laughs) but I appreciate you wanting to spend quality time. We don't have to go out or do anything or we can go out and I won't mind, but I just like to spend time. And it's super important to know your love language, just so you know how you want to be loved. So somebody can love you. Cause I think a lot of times in relationships, you want to love the person you are with to the best of your abilities, but you don't always know how. And I've actually talked to married people and said they've like been previously married. They've been like, it's really, really different loving somebody that has a different love language than you, but it, and it's something different to have to love somebody with the same love language as you. Cause I think it's a lot easier. Whereas you have to be way more intentional. I think to love somebody with different love language. Cause you guys don't speak the same language all the time. Literally you speak different languages when it comes to love and loving each other. So I think those are very important things to consider. I could see that. I definitely could see that. And I personally know, I mean, I think the odds, it's not that many love languages out there and all of them are on your scale, right? So when you go and you take the quiz or if you've ever taken the quiz, like all of them fall on your scale somewhere. It's just a matter of where they lie, right? Yeah, I agree. Right. And so everything you can resonate with, but- I agree with what you said like again there aren't that many out there so it is possible that you can end up with someone who has the exact same love languages as you but it's also a huge possibility that you get some someone with the complete opposite and 
I know personally that is something that I struggle with (laughs) is, you know, I just know, and it sounds selfish and it probably is because that's just what you're used to. That's what you appreciate and what you take so much value in. And so it's hard to, like you said, kind of step out of your own shoes and try to determine and understand and comprehend and work out how to love someone from a different point of view and a different spectrum that isn't as important to you as it is to them. I think men need affirmation and they need sex, but those aren't necessarily their love languages. Like, I think men do need to be affirmed. They do. You do have to like affirm them, but and I do think they they do genuinely, they like naturally need sex, but touch isn't necessarily their love language. So it's funny how you need all of these things, but that's not necessarily what's the most important thing to you. Right. And how if you don't get the ones that are the most important to you, you don't necessarily feel loved in the situation. No, I, I believe a lot of the stuff from men, um, like affirmation, touch, all that stuff comes, start, I think it starts from other, like from childhood. You know, because, like, when you're born, you you have to be, like, all up on your mom. Like, you know, and that's, I just feel like a lot of that comes from whether or not you have a really good relationship with your mom. And that's how men can relate with how to treat a woman. I can my see opinion. that. And, um, I for sure agree with that. I can. If they don't treat their mom right, they definitely, no, not you. <laughs> but for me, I, I just feel like there's certain, you know, love languages that like if you know the person I'm with isn't into physical touch like I just can't I can't deal because if I can't touch you you like you squirm or you back up or something I feel really offended or I feel like you don't want you don't want to be around me <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I like I would I feel like oh you naturally don't want to give me a hug right now <laughs> you don't want to give me a hug I don't care if I hugged you two seconds ago like I want to hug now <laughs> again you know and there's certain things like are just like, okay, I see that as, to me, you know, we don't have that same quality as a red flag, you know? Yeah, some things are deal breakers. Yeah. When you don't have the same love language. So either they have to step up and learn or that situation is not gonna work. (laughs) But then it's like, do you want to take your odds and then have someone still on the opposite end of the spectrum? You know what I'm saying? the next person you you end up with I think that's something that takes it it's almost like you know well how it used to be when deciding to get married right you're getting married and this is someone that you are vowing to spend the rest of your life with regardless Mm -hmm. of how they change over time and with that being said you know if they change as a person their love language might change right I might not I might not appreciate gifts and things now but as I grow and mature and become a different person and I just continue to evolve, that may be something that I come to value a lot more than I do now. So, you know, I kind of understand where both of you are coming from as far as Alexa saying that, you know, you kind of have to just make the decision on whether or not you want to do it. But then I can also understand the frustration on Drew's end of, you know, taking the time to even want to be like (laughs) bothered with having to literally retrain your thought process to be considerate of someone else's love language, because it's really hard. honestly and it's so good that we're having this conversation because like I really I want to focus on ways to love other people because you I think you naturally just exude what what it is that you appreciate you know and so acts of service and words of affirmation Drew you and I just happen to have that in common 
and you know I'm always like randomly sending voice messages or just like hey girl I love you just thought about you and mm-hmm. so it just works out but like with Alexa we've been friends forever I don't think we've I've ever gifted anything you know because I just I, I don't think about it but I do to her the same as I do to all of my other friends and but no like okay but like I don't we don't might necessarily get gifts but like you know me I'll like oh I'm covering drinks tonight or I'm covering dinner and then we just go back and forth yeah okay like that's our thing okay so, like it might not necessarily be a physical gift but it might be like okay I'm buying dinner like you know what I mean and so that's the way I'll show you my love and appreciation if yeah. I don't affirm you like as far as words and see that's a unique way I think you I think it's good to be around people you know whether it's friends or really dating people I think it really helps you as a person to become more versatile in your relationships with others regardless of if Mm -hmm. it's like you know a friendship or a co-worker like acquaintance whatever it is that's so good to know because I would have never thought about that like yeah we cover each other's meals me and Drew do that all the time and like you know that isn't either one of our like top love languages gift giving but we do it all the time and so that's that's great to know that someone who whose love language is gift receiving that would be seen as something you know that really that's really valuable to them so that's good I didn't know that yeah yeah it just basically shows you that like everybody there's you have every one of them right yeah so it's just like you know and that's it's funny how like you have to even see it in friendships like it's not even just like relationships you also have to see it in friendships like what kind of you know what kind of if I'm going to be friends with this person I have to learn you know what they like and what they don't like you know you know stuff like that so or like you know I'm a hugger so you know I know Misha is not going to hug me all the time so sometimes I'm like hey Misha can I can I have a hug and she'd be like okay you know like you know, I just force her I just force her every time it's fine like the initial I, one is great and the goodbye one but like after that I'm like oh. I'm like I hugged you like four times today but can can okay I got I need another you know like that's how I show her that's how I show her I love her but to her she's like okay I know you do you, just, you don't have to you don't have to hug me you know like stuff like that so yeah but you know what out of curiosity drew where did gift receiving fall on your radar i think it was last to be honest really because you love gifts no it's three percent oh my god but you love gifts that's weird and you're a good gift giver too i'm not i'm terrible no you're not you pick up asia stuff stuff like that is simple you know when you're in the store and you think about a friend you pick something up and you took it to dinner and gave it to her Something as simple as that you're a gift giver. I don't know how it feels. So I don't know. It's it's, it says three percent on here. So (laughs) that's interesting. That is very interesting. But I do could see how it could change because, like, right now I'm enjoying like gifts spoil me. But like, if I have kids, like my husband giving the kids a bath after I've had an exhausting day, being an act of service might just be like (laughs) everything to me in that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So like right now it's cute because I'm single and I have real responsibilities, but like (laughs) yes, that's if things change, acts of service might come Mm -hmm. in strong later on in life. You know. Exactly. but again we are all of them we need all of them but I think they can evolve and change over time mm-hmm. and kind of playing off of what you said earlier like that was such a good point in saying that men they need words of affirmation just to like 
I don't know, affirm their masculinity and their roles in your life because men like to feel like they're needed, you know? And I think we had that discussion before, but men, or maybe we didn't, but we will. But, um, you know, men like to feel like they are needed. Um, that's just part of their nature. And like you said, sexually, like they are, they're sexual beings. Women are sexual beings too. But for some reason, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's off the radar for them. But, you know, I, I will say I've noticed a lot of men like you said, it may not even be their love language, but I think they immediately go to physical touch just because of their desire and their want to have sex all the time. Yeah, they get it confused. And that's not at all what physical touch means. Like right. it's literally like a touch on a shoulder. Like if I'm working on a laptop and my boot touches me on the shoulder, like that's everything to me. Like it's not even, you don't even have to do anything. Like, but normally- <laughs> When physical touch does fall high on your radar, sex is a big deal for you, which clearly it's high up there. Yeah. But yeah, men automatically gravitate towards sex and physical touch when I honestly, it's not necessarily their love language because a lot of times a man will just appreciate you cooking for them. And that's more of an act of service or he'll appreciate his laundry being done or whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? Right. or he'll just want to just spend time with you but they automatically exactly. jump to thinking that it is physical <laughs> touch because they like sex a lot of people like sex, right. but that's not their love language like they don't get off right. on you touching their hand or their shoulder <laughs> you know what I mean fuse it it's not right and I will never forget I had a guy tell me he's like I know physical touch is at the bottom of your list whoa I'm like, well, I see that but you know, first of all, yes, I'm wholesome. Mind your business. But second of all, <laughs> second of all, it's be. like right. But second of all, I'm like, it didn't even, it didn't even occur to me. Like that just wasn't the first thing at the top of my mind. And so then we had a discussion as to where it's like, okay, so when you come across other women and they say that physical touch is one of their top things, I mean, my goodness, how disappointed you must be all to come and find out that she was talking about like a pat on the back <laughs> and you thought that you were about to get in this relationship with like a nympho like <laughs> just <laughs> that part it's crazy. crazy and I just oh I, I feel like I don't know how it is to get that across to guys like you know and just have them genuinely understand like that's not that's not it that's part of your nature it just takes time I think it just takes time maturity and education you have to want to educate yourself on these topics like to know yourself and to grow more maybe there needs to be a six six category that just says sex (laughs) seriously there just needs to be a six one that's it that's it I dropped the mic I made up another one sex is a love language I mean, it is a love I feel like it is all of its own it is it should be its own category yeah it should it's like its own thing for sure and drew yours were what was it words of affirmation and physical touch physical touch on my top two okay and quality time was like right behind i just i'm needy like i just want you all up on me like just i want you just there like just be in the room with me we ain't gonna be doing nothing just chilling but just be close so if i ever just want to put my hand like right there on the shoulder (laughs) i could do that you know what's funny? I feel like that's probably one of my other highest one is um, for sure quality time. Like, I need you. I want you here. I want to be mm-hmm. on top of you. I want to be in your skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, can I just yeah. show myself to you? Like, and I'm that person. But like, I, 
<laughs> I want to be in your skin. I'm that person. For sure. But that also, I just feel like that kind of goes along with physical touch, funny enough, because I do enjoy quality time. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be with you. Being with you is enough. Like, I'm not and I'm like that with like... my friends. I'm like, spend time with me. Where are you? I need you. If it's been too long, I just get super antsy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, wait, wait, you're leaving? Where are you going? Hey, why? You don't want to stay here forever? <laughs> Can we just lay here all day? All day. All day. Right. I'm not going anywhere. Wait. We gotta go to work <laughs> why <laughs> maybe you're the boss just call in <laughs> i'm so weak oh, i don't need to go to work today i'm, all, I'm okay I, I can live off one day without <laughs> right this is a sick day mental health i mentally need you here right now with me this is probably why i'm <laughs> single this is because i would never do anything <laughs> so how do you guys think you can go about practicing because again I really I seek the advice because as I'm thinking about it I'm like I don't even I mean I know my boyfriend's love languages but like I can't even think of them off the top of my head because I immediately think of like the things that I do that I know I would appreciate so I don't know I just I want to know more so how do you go into like drilling it in to like just be more considerate of other people's love languages and reminding yourself. I think you just have to be super, it's like intentional. You just have to be intentional. Mm -hmm. Like I know one of my mom's love language is acts of service. So I just know intentionally I'm going to wash these dishes every time I come over because I know that means something to her. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. I just like, it's like an intentional thing. Whereas like if I buy her something, she's like, oh, but like if I do the dishes she's like baby thank you so much like like, (laughs) so I just think you just have to drill it in your head and it just just becomes intentional learning how to love your person and what they need and want yeah you just gotta take the time and and it takes you know patience and and wanting to do it because if you don't want to do it (laughs) then it's not it's not gonna work right And it's also a learning thing. You just kind of have to figure it out. What means what to what person? Because you could do an act of service that not really mean much to them. Like they just be like, okay. Right. That's how (laughs) I am with gifts. I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. Yeah. That was was sweet. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. But you know what? I think that plays into why I'm such a bad gift giver. Like, and I also think, like Drew said earlier, it plays into like how you were raised. Not that my mother was a bad gift giver, she was amazing. But when it came to like a lot of times, I would just get like cash money, okay? Like, like just buckets of like, yo, get do do what you want to do with it, get your own thing. But I I liked it that way, okay? But like even now, like my mom, if she is giving me a gift, like she'll leave it secretly. Like she doesn't want to make it like a thing. Mm -hmm. Like so like for Valentine's Day, like she left my Valentine's Day gift on the bed or like when she used to make Easter baskets and stuff like that. Like it was was just it was never like a like I'm giving this to you. You know, she was just kind of leaving. And I, I definitely have picked up that trait when I give someone something. So like Drew, when I gave you that, uh, when I bought you the um, tumbler, what was that tumbler? It's the um, brewmate, the brewmate, because you kept talking about it, and I bought it. But remember when I gave it to you, I was like, "Oh, here you go, girl." Like, 
and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. But yeah, I, I picked up on that. I definitely pick up on that on my from my mother, and I just. I can see her giving other people gifts or giving me gifts. And it was just like, it's almost like you're shy to do it. So you just like throw it out there. It's just yeah, like, you, oh, you, don't, you don't know how the person's going to react. I think for me, it's like, I don't ever know what I want myself. So it's hard for me to give to other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than if you tell me what you want, I'll go get it. If you tell me what you want, I'll go get it. Cool. Tell me. But like to just come up with something and be like, oh, here. Okay. And to piggyback off of what you said about how you were raised, it's funny because both my parents are like kind of like gift givers. So like mm. my dad, he's not great about like quality time, but like he'll write a check. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm saying, but you know, <laughs> or like, or like, I'm like, I'm not thinking about. I I never thought about my tuition. Like you know what I mean. I was just going to say, but you know, I'm but you know, the love language is gift receiving, like how you receive it. So that's what I was wondering, but I just noticed personally just being able to adjust, like we were saying, trying to figure out how to love someone else in their love language. And I think that's why I was just always so like blunt with gift giving and, you know, like the way I was raised, because that's not my mom's love language. She literally hates getting gifts. And nine times out of 10, if she mentions anything, it's in the mailbox at the front door the next day before I can even think about trying to buy it for her. And I do this exact same thing. And that's why it's so low on our radar so when we give it just doesn't really have much meaning behind it it's just like oh here you go you know (laughs) but the the love language is receiving them though so even though you're a good gift giver like what so what is your dad's love language even know yeah funny enough well how does he but that is how he gives love but that is for Uh sure like yeah he's he's excited when he gets gifts but for sure that is how he gives love like Mm -hmm he'll buy whatever like he's that person like if I if I want something it's mine so that's for sure how he gives love and my mom's the same way she's just like she sets everything up so cute she's like oh everything's a big deal everything requires a gift every holiday she has like a basket outlined out for somebody Aww. so that like for, so it's funny I don't know if that was naturally my love language or if it's almost something you're conditioned to Oh, I see where you're going. Okay. Just you see what I'm saying? Like, do you just get conditioned? But also I've heard people who have parents who like give them everything and then them have a problem with it. Like, man, I just wish they'd show up for me or man, I just wish they'd tell me that they love me and that would be enough. So I feel like it might be like a 50, 50 thing. You could be conditioned to it. And then also you could just, it could be just a lack of something that you maybe didn't have. So you need that from somebody else that's something Ooh. you didn't get from your parents that is very and, very true I think I feel like my parents always showed up I wish my dad would have showed up more but he was always working and providing so it was just like okay I can't be mad at you for that so I think for my person I'm gonna need I need them to show up like I need you to be able to do both figure it out show up for me. so I think that is also something to consider to think about is it your love language are you conditioned to it or is it something that you're lacking from somewhere else or from someone else I think that's where my quality time comes in because I feel like growing up you know my dad was not really there like he was there but he's not like he was a great dad he's a great awesome dad but like his job having to provide for seven eight kids you know that's that's hard (laughs) and then I think the my mom is she grew up more with parents that were strict and they didn't show love to her. Like they didn't hug her. They didn't give love to her. They weren't affectionate. They weren't affectionate. Thank you. Affectionate. And so I think she didn't know how to 
be affectionate with us. So it was kind of like, those are two things that I was lacking growing up. So maybe that, that is, maybe you are conditioned. I, mean, I, would, I think, I, I, think I don't know because my mom's really affectionate. She's super hugger. So I don't know. <laughs> That's weird. And I'm a super hugger. So physical touches at your top, right, Alexa? Yeah, it is. So it's funny that that's not something that I lacked, but it's something that I got. So I feel like it could be a combination of something that you either lacked or something that you were just used to getting. 100% agree. And I I agree with you also, Drew. Like my mom, they did not grow up in a very affectionate home. Um, obviously they were loved as children, not to say they were like neglected, but they were, they were very strict. Um, you know, they didn't really let them do much but they weren't the hugging and the kissing type and all of that. But it's crazy because I think I was just my mom's like, just her, her bundle, like that's my ride or die, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. like you said, like, it's also like your condition to it. So it's either something that you're lacking or something that you have always had or that you, you've grown to appreciate. And I think for her, she didn't have that. But that lady, I'm telling you, every night, if I'm in town, like, to this day, it's like, so you're going to come tell me goodnight, give me a kiss? Like, every, <laughs> like, every time. And it's never going to change. You know what I'm saying? Here we are, 26, almost 27 years in the game, and it's the exact same thing. But I did notice growing up, on my paternal side, it was a lot of I love yous always getting thrown out. Like, I love you, I love you, I love you. And y'all probably noticed that. Like, I'm if you're my friend, you know me, I'm always saying I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Mm-hmm. But on my mom's side, like my maternal side, uncles, aunties, cousins, my mom herself, like saying I love you, it was like pulling teeth, y'all. It took years for me to get to the point where like my uncle would say I love you back. Like I'd say I love you. And it would just be like silence or, you know, my mom, I would say, I love you. And obviously I'm her world. So I know she loved me, but it would just, she would rush it out. And it was like, she always almost wouldn't even enunciate the word. It was like, I and it's like, what'd you say? I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. <laughs> and you, you run that back again. But yeah, that I, that is so eye opening because I never thought about it that way. Your love language. I mean, basically, I don't think there are any other outside factors. I think it's exactly what Alexa said like it's either something that you were lacking or like Drew said something that you were conditioned to and you just grew accustomed to liking and enjoying yeah because if that's the way you've seen love given that's either the way you expect it or that's the way you're gonna give it yep yeah now I gotta go that's back deep guys at... yes I gotta go oh, back no, so deep. <laughs> oh gosh oh my god so okay okay and it's so weird how you know different people could see different the same way that you love somebody a different way like if I were to talk to my siblings they would see the way that my parents were to us differently than I did Mm. but they loved us all the same way right you know that's just it's funny how parents always are like I loved you guys differently because you guys all needed different things Things. (gasps) oh my god what did they see in you that was different that you needed something different. Right. My aunt says that all the time. Unfortunately, I can't relate because it was it was just me. <laughs> but my aunt says that all the time because, you know, I've noticed people that have siblings, especially if it's just like one other sibling or something like that. They're like, oh, you treated such and such better. I got in trouble all the time. They didn't. And it's like, 
my aunt will always say like I loved y'all accordingly I treated you accordingly you know however your personality was if you were able you know if I was able to come to you and be more of a disciplinarian then that's what I did and then with them they were so sensitive you know because you got some people that are going to be extremely hurt by you saying oh I'm disappointed and you got some people you can tell right right and you can tell them you're disappointed and they're like girl I don't care and then you got to beat them you know for them to understand <laughs> like okay this is wrong and you made me angry because you're yeah. wrong I was just gonna say I would have never thought of the gift giving like you said just sharing the ticket sometimes and you mm-hmm. know, or taking the ticket sometimes typically when I hear of someone saying that gifts are at the top of their like love languages I immediately think materialistic I immediately think not necessarily how you feel about getting it, but it's just like, I just, I honestly have always seen those people as like, okay, this is a materialistic person. But, you know, obviously if you're my friend, I see it differently. But if somebody just randomly tells me, I'm like, oh, okay. That I think that is such a common misconception because I've gotten super expensive gifts and literally cried because of the fact that I'm like, you don't know me at all. Like, you don't know me at all. Like, it's not that I don't appreciate the fact that you did this, but you don't know me. Like, you have no idea what I like. You have no idea who I am as a person. It's more of the thought that goes in behind it. And it's also it's also based off, like, what you have as well. Like, people don't understand this, too. Like, if we're super, like, budgeted, like, we're on a budget, we're on this economy level, and you get me something, like, candles from the dollar tree or like cheap flowers I'm gonna be like but also like if you're a millionaire you give me that I'm gonna be like (laughs) (laughs) hey um now so exactly you did not think that much of me at all like this is what and and it's funny because um we had a discussion about wedding rings and like size and I'm like okay so like in my mind yeah but the ring size to me shows me how much I need to you and how much you love me so please come with it represent yourself well uh, the ring is a representation of <laughs> oh wait so if he's on a budget and he gets a budget type ring then will you still be happy um or will you still equate that to his worth or your worst, I'm sorry. I'm going to re- equate it to his budget. So if he like did his best, I could tell he was saving for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If he did his best and it's like two and a half carats. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to act like it's 10. I'll be like, baby, woo, you did the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I want my round and simple band. And it doesn't have to be big because I lose things and I don't want it to be expensive. And <laughs> Okay, Lana. Throw so, but also love trash. language, that's not your love language. So it, it wouldn't really mean as much to you. It's not your love language. So it wouldn't really mean thought, as much I, to you. Yeah, at one point. I really Tell me about your ring, Nish. What, what about your ring? What does your ring need to be like? I want to hear this. Girl, it's going to be yellow. The world knows. No. It is <laughs> very, very simple. It is going to be teardrop pear shaped however you want to name the cut of the diamond honey but you get it you got it it's gone it's Mm -hmm. good everybody knows I think I was like 13 and I was like mom whoever he is I want you to save this picture in your phone I want you to know the cushion type cut it's okay (laughs) I don't care what you want to call you can do teardrop or you can call it a pear just make sure he knows 
and yeah that's it I need a pair of rock and that's it I mean and it, it that really it has I don't say that has anything to do with gift giving that's just what I've always like imagined okay so the size though I'm not gonna say I equate that to my worth because a lot of people upgrade their rings over time like there's a lady that you and I drew used to work with mm-hmm. and every time she had another kid her husband upgraded the carrot here she is at five carrots now um but independent like I mean when people first start off a lot of times if you're getting married super young I mean you may not they may not have that that's a that's a lot of money like I have a guy friend that just got engaged to his girlfriend and um he was like he was like you know that sent him back and they're getting ready to move to a new state and you know get settled there and start life there and he's like I mean it set him back but me, no, my boyfriend, child, I don't have to worry about that. I already, <laughs> already know. I would probably go smaller than whatever he has in mind in general, regardless of what it is, just because he's a flashy person. So fair enough. Fair enough. No, I was just genuinely curious. Like, I'm not going to, but I think it means different things to different people. Like that's my love language. So I'm going to hold a ring in way higher regards than somebody that is not their love language. Like it doesn't mean as much to them. But so why it means it more to, to be me. a big ring? And granted, um, granted, it, exactly. I feel like I've already explained <laughs> that it's not that deep. It depends. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you triggered? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Um, like I've already explained that I'm going to be fair on the income part. I feel like we've already bought this. Isn't it supposed to be like three months worth of income or something? Isn't it supposed to be like three months worth or something of your income? Is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, I think that's the standard. I didn't know that. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know people thought like, oh yeah. So I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not supposed to be anything less than three months of his his paycheck so if you making seven thousand dollars a month or ten thousand dollars a month they supposed yeah, it to needs to be twenty one thousand dollars wow i didn't know that i did not know that i mm-hmm. did not know that where did you get that from please give me the source i think i've heard it from like 15 million women i believe it you you have enough sisters to <laughs> to have some sense to know honey i've never heard of it hmm. I'm sorry. If well, I find the, if I find a link, I'll, I'll send it to you. But I, I'm too tired right now to look. Please do. Send that to me. But yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's standard. But I'm sorry. What were you saying, Mish? I'm not triggered. I just feel like I've explained myself quite well. No, no, no. I mean, after you reiterated that you've explained yourself, I had to, you know, rack my brain and I remembered. So we're good. Okay. Because <laughs> I know people like to kind of go in on the fact that I'm a little, you know, I'm a little high maintenance. For some, you'll find you'll find the right one who won't care. It'll be just yeah, high no. maintenance. It's you. It's, it won't be high maintenance because it'll just be normal. Y'all just it'll be on the same plane. You'll be like, mm-hmm. okay, that's that's normal. Exactly, yeah. it's normal. It'll be normalized. It's fine. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you and we truly appreciate your support. Absolutely. As always, check out our Instagram at cocktailconfab for next week's cocktail of the hour recipe and confab topic. Cheers. Until next time.